Uh, <laughs> and there yeah, he goes. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's, let's reach out to another one of our neighbors right now. Let's reach out to the milkman and see how he's getting along. We haven't reached in, out to him in a couple weeks. Last time we talked to him, what was going on, Smoke? Uh, last time we talked to him, he was dumping a lot of milk. Yeah. You know, about 90, he said 95% of his milk he was dumping. And- what an eye opener it was for us. I hope it was for you as an audience listening in to uh, The Milkman Cometh and um, our, our last couple episodes. We featured him a couple times. And every time The Milkman comes on, he, he talks to us about the, uh, the dairy industry. And we were shocked to find out why there was no milk on the shelves. Yeah, and he said it's not a supply thing. It, it, well, I mean, it's a supply chain thing, not a yeah. supply thing. And, and Processing. It's a processing thing. Yeah. There, there's so many regulations that milk has to go through in order to make it quality for human consumption that those processing plants are backed up. Yeah, it's just amazing. Like, it's the same thing with like beef. It's like all this beef is supposedly going to get destroyed because they won't, you have to have it inspected. It's like, I trust my butcher. You know what I mean? I don't need an FDA guy to inspect the meat. If the guy that I trust and have a relationship, which is my boot butcher, is going to tell me that it's a good piece of meat, I'm going to trust him. You trust. And, if, and if he ever did me wrong, I would find another butcher. It's the free market. I don't need the government to, to test my meat. You know Boom. what I mean? It's like, that's it right it, there. Yeah, you're adult enough to make your own decisions and i I, I think i might have said on an earlier podcast i worked i i I tried one day doing a job taking cows to a slaughterhouse and i saw what walked into the slaughterhouse and i went vegetarian for almost a year you know it's it was that horrific for you it was it was the most horrific thing i've ever seen in my life there was one that was people food there was one that was dog food and the stuff that they got up with like forklifts and the had these giant cysts on their bodies oozing pus like walked into the the people food stuff and i'm like i would never want to eat that you know so it's like now the i source my food from other places and i think that if i could just find a butcher that i trusted i'm okay with not having an fda guy go in there because i trust him you know what i mean yeah it's like you trust the guy that's trying to feed people like he's feeding his own family you know if you look at there's like five major beef distributors in america and they're not american you know what i mean <laughs> it's like and now they're shutting their plants down and it's like what Whatever, we're rich, you know, whatever. And then we have these plants shutting down because they broke out in COVID. Of course they did. They want to destroy right. the beef industry. They, they want do. you to eat bugs. They want, yeah, they want you to eat what the beyond meat, right? The Carl's Jr., what's the almost meat stuff that they have shoved so many, so much estrogen into? Yes, that did, like you eight, re- did you read eight, how- 800 million times more estrogen or something crazy like that? It's like you, you, you eat it once. You know, you have a move. You're going to grow breasts. You grow breasts. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, for libel reasons, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> let's, get, let's get the milkman on the line. Let's see, let's see what he's up to. Hello. Hey, milkman. How are you today? Good. How are you? Hey, good. What are you, you got a few minutes to talk to me and smoke? Sure. Hey, what's up, McMahon? Hey, what's going on? That's not much. Just, uh, we're just celebrating our 50th episode. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> My pleasure. I'm, I was just uh, fixing to uh, start listening to you guys tomorrow. I'll be back on the track doing a bunch of track work. That's when I get time to That's when you have time to listen into the podcast? Awesome. Yes. Awesome. So I, just, I catch up then. Well, we're, Isn't it crazy on a tractor how you can completely zone out and you look up and it's like an hour or two later? You know what I mean? It's when you get oh, thirsty. You get thirsty and you realize you've been in a trance for like an hour and a half, you know? Uh, 
hour and a half, like seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's farming, right? Yeah, well, hour and a half, you're not even doing any work. <laughs> seven hours. No, no, These no, no. But I mean, I just so nice. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Well, there's a, I'm over on Smoke's property right now, uh, Milkman, and he's got a tractor out back. Uh, that it, wh- how many generations has that been in your in your family, Smoke? Uh, there's a photo of my son sitting on it. He's the fourth generation. It's a little Kubota tractor with you know the PTO and everything on it, you know, and the, and the uh, front bucket and everything. So the smallest the smallest version they've ever made, you know garden tractor so i'm assuming i'm assuming it's not gps uh it doesn't have gps <laughs> on it and all the creature comforts of all these new tractors <laughs> no no but it, they, it looks like a workhorse though you could tell it's a working tractor. Uh, it's had its share yeah it's had its share of work yeah sure. yeah, yeah. yeah so so we haven't checked in with you it's been a, it's been a couple of weeks uh milkman the last time we talked to you it was times were kind of tough can you give kind of give us an update as to how you're doing lately in the in the dairy industry um the dairy industry milk prices look like they're wanting to uh futures are, are coming back they're you know they're showing signs of uh, improvement our last milk check which would have been for because we're always a month behind so that would have been for april milk was pretty pretty lean they do have you know just like the uh I don't know how familiar you guys are. So there's the, the PPP and uh, the payroll protection program. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. I've heard yep. about that. Yep. Do, you, do you qualify for that? Yeah, because we have, under, I don't know, you have to be under, what is it, 500 employees or 100? Yeah, or, right. Anyways, so, we're was, well under that. Well, so. the Los Angeles Lakers qualified. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> poor guys. I'm glad. <laughs> I was worried about them. We're paying. We're paying yeah, we, them, they, yeah. Got, they, got, they got relief from the federal government. Yeah, poor LeBron. Hey, hey, guy. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you know, you know, milkman. Uh, you shouldn't look at it as them helping you. It's just a rebate on your taxes, man. You, you, you earn that money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so there's a lot. There, uh, there's a new farm bill, or uh, I don't know what it's called, uh, like an emergency uh, response bill that went through. Uh, is going to be some pretty good money coming to us. Good. I mean, it's great. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I don't agree with any of these programs. Sure. Well, the thing is, but, is you're paying hey, if for they're it. they're handing out free money, I'll be the first in line, even though yeah. I don't agree with them. Well, well you're going to pay for it. Get your money because you are going to pay that bill. We all are. So it's like well, anything yeah. you can qualify, qualify for it. And, and truthfully, if you look at the taxes you've paid over the 10 years, that's nothing, you know? <laughs> Yeah, the bad thing is that, you know, is print more money, more money, more money. And then, you know, in two, three years when our dollars were like 20 cents. (laughs) It's already gone down. It's already gone down 99% since the Federal Reserve was enacted 100 years ago. Yeah. 99%. But, I mean, all in all, you know, uh, this whole thing, my day-to-day hasn't really changed. Are you still dumping a ton of milk? We never dumped milk. Oh, you never oh. had to dump milk. Okay, I thought no, you had that to was dump. pretty much just in the Midwest. Okay, okay. So, th- so that are they recovering? Do you know anything about what's going on in like the other parts of the industry? Well, they're sharing also because that's a federal. Uh, all those programs are federal. So I know there's one program that was. Uh, it was like I didn't qualify for it, but if you you dump milk or if you had to reduce production or anything like that, you get like reimbursed available. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Huh? Well, that's interesting. Well, 
One thing we're doing today, uh, Milkman, is we're reaching out to a lot of our, our previous guests and asking them how they feel, if you don't mind, uh, kind of telling our listeners what you were doing on the morning of September 11th, 2001, mostly because what we're going through now with this whole coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic is this is kind of a world-changing event. And the last world-changing event that happened in our lifetimes, we feel, was September 11th, 2001. In fact, everybody that we've talked to can remember what they were doing that morning. Can you tell our listeners what you were doing that day? Yeah, I mean, I was uh, working, and I had come in the house for breakfast and clicked on a TV and saw it happen. I was like, oh, I told my wife, like, oh, my God, is this like, what is this like? Was this a, is this real? You know, it was unbelievable. Almost I, like I, watching a movie, right? Yeah, I was like, I mean, is this really happening, or is this like... Are they showing footage from the latest Jerry Brockheimer movie, or is this from... <laughs> yeah. What city was this? When did this happen? What? Yeah, yeah, I do, rem- I do remember... Unbelievable. And we just both sat there and stared at the TV. I'm like, holy shit. Like, what is, you know, what is, what's going on? Like, just, oh my God, what's going to happen now? You just sit there with that pit in your stomach and just yeah. absorbing every single thing they're telling you as, yeah. as gospel, you know, and you're like, whoa. Just soaking it all in as much as you can, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was I do remember it. Um, yeah, I remember standing in our living room looking at it. and So here we are, here we are 20 years later, just about uh, Milkman, and a lot of our, um, rights were kind of sucked away from us after that incident happened. What are your thoughts about it? Do you feel like, uh, yeah, I'm sure you've heard the conspiracy theories surrounding whether or not it was an inside job. What are your thoughts on it? And you don't have to answer it. You could say whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, you don't have that. to answer either. Yeah. No, I think it was legit as far as, you know, what, you know, it was, uh, you know, uh, it was Al-Qaeda. You know, those guys were put in there and hijack the planes i mean if you really think about it like it wouldn't take much back then it really wouldn't take much to hijack a damn plane right which is why we had so many hijackings back in the 80s remember yeah was that chuck norris movie delta force (laughs) even lee marvin going to rescue all those crazy iranians it's like they were almost it was like they were getting us ready for something like this hell even snakes took over one plane Yes, yes, that's <laughs> like, what, 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 what was the Wesley Snipes one? No, Sam that Jackson. was Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> what was the Wesley Snipes one? Always bet on black was his tagline. Remember that? Oh yeah, Wesley Snipes. In, Drop, uh, zone? Yeah. Drop zone. Drop yeah. zone. Yeah. Well, Steven Seagal uh, did one as well with Kurt Russell, right? Executive decision. That yeah. was a uh, Tom Clancy. Was one. it? I believe so. Yeah. Air Force One with Harrison Ford. The the yeah. the actual. Uh, president's plane gets taken over by terrorists i mean we were kind of conditioned for that right <laughs> yeah <laughs> look I how mean, easy yeah. it was in the movies that whole deal I, I mean i do i don't i don't believe uh, that uh you know hey you know everybody like uh, a building's not gonna fall down like that i mean you don't no, I mean shit. It's tough, huh? It, it, you have to. You have to listen. Those questions have to be reckoned. You know, right? I'm not a. I'm not an architect, architectural engineer, but I have read many of architectural engineers' reports on that day where they say that that cannot happen the way that they say it happened. Yeah, you can't. Structural engineer. I'm not a structural engineer. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you know what they say? 
Believe half of what you see and nothing of what you read. <laughs> <laughs> what did you see that day, Milkman? Did you see planes hit the towers? I yeah. Dang. Eight I o'clock mean, that I, night you did. Not not I, not not that I morning. Saw, that morning, all they—he no, said he came in for breakfast. And he all saw that, it. but they didn't show any. They didn't actually show any airplanes hitting the towers until later that evening. <laughs> I saw the second uh, plane hit live. I watched it hit. Yeah, no, yes, I saw live. it hit live. Yeah, because they were that, filming. That, and that's like, oh the helicopter God. angle. That's the helicopter yes. angle. Yes, they tried to do that angle live, and that's when all I watched it absolutely live. Yeah, that's when it all went to hell. Because they tried to do that whole shot live and they messed it up. I'm telling you, if you go back and rewatch, now you can you can find footage of the actual whole segment and and this helicopter shot zooming in space for space, um, frame by frame, and they get so close that there's no way that that airplane could have swooped in so quickly and just hit the tower. <laughs> it had to have been put in digitally. Uh, hey, hey, well, well, I mean that's a giant leap. I don't I don't know. You know, I think that if they were going to do anything, I, some of the maneuvers they made for like very novice pilots are difficult. You know, the turn that was made at the Pentagon is impossible for that size plane. But it's like they could have done remote. I mean, they have technology that we don't really understand or know about. So I'll tell you if, what. If it was if it was a if it was a giant setup, then it could have been a, a drone. True. You know? Listen, listen. Let's just put it this way: if if you believe that the, that this is the, the you know the the official nine eleven commission report, all that you have to question now is how did those terrorists get in the country in the first place? And oh, what well, what's so. coming to light now is that the CIA section chief. In in Tehran at the time was John Clapper letting him in. John Clapper is yeah. the one who let him in. He was part of the Obama administration, right? I mean, let's he he had he absolutely has to be blamed for this. They hate America. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's I don't know. Well, I look a at it a leap. little bit different. Uh huh. You, you know, you, there's just evil in this world. Yeah. And you cannot stop bad people from doing bad things. You just can't. Right. And when you start talking about the Middle East, they've been freaking waging war since the beginning of time. You're never going to, that whole deal over there, you're never going to bring peace over there. Yeah. Uh, they freaking hate us. Yeah, that's what our last caller said. Was that is that why would you want to get even get involved? And those people have been at war for thousands of years. Why the hell thousands would we want years. to get involved in the war in Afghanistan? Yeah. And you, how do you fight? It's like okay, uh, just look at at it simplistically. Like you're going to get in a a street fight with somebody. How does the normal person? beat somebody in a street fight that don't give a shit if they live or die is ready to die. Yeah. Yep. It's pretty hard to, to yep. whip somebody that's ready to die. Yep. Yep. True. You know, true that. So the answer is repeated blows, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I, your point is beat him into submission. Yeah. yeah. Well, good. Well, thanks for hanging out with us yeah, today, man. milkman. I'm glad that you're, uh, you're still doing well. Like we said, the cows never need to, uh, they don't stop eating, right? They don't stop producing milk. They got to keep being milked, right? I mean, every day, every day. Plandemic or no plandemic, those cows need to be fed. They need to be milked. They, that, need, that milk needs to go somewhere. And uh, God bless you for keeping the milk industry going here, uh, Milkman. Thank you so much. So man. I got a question for you guys. Yeah, okay. Spit it out. Spit yeah, it yeah. out, man. What is your guys' thought 
on this whole deal as far as, um, you know, shelter in place and, you know, no schools and businesses closed and some businesses are open and, Absolute, my opinion is absolute friggin' horseshit, <laughs> and it's a good thing I'm a dairyman because if I owned a friggin' salon, I'd probably be in jail. Yeah, because I'd yeah. tell them to go fuck themselves, and I'd open up. Yeah, well, I just I just had an argument with a, a really extreme leftist on on social media, and I go I go, do you remember the water wars in the early 1900s in California? I go, go look at what happened when people started losing their livelihood, and their wives left them, and they lost their, everything they ever built. I go, people got violent, and I go, it's it will happen, it will happen. You know, it's like people can only take so much, and then they just lose it, and, yep. and, and rightfully so. I mean, you forced them into a situation where they cracked and they would have never cracked if it wasn't for what you did and they blame people for it you know but but my whole my here's the whole thing about covid uh, milk man is i believe i you know i've been telling people for probably close to 15 years that this was coming you know I, i've mentioned it in another podcast about um agenda 21 agenda 2030 it's basically the u.n plan to to put people into bondage into slavery and like the whole time i knew that they were going to try i really didn't think they had the balls to do it but i knew that they were gearing up for something everything pointed that way and this this happened and you know that one of the 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 i like theories was it would be a pandemic so here it is this happens and they try it and if you look at agenda 21 one, they basically want us to, to force us onto like reservation cities by the coast. They don't want us to be able to use the land. They're not going to. Ha- we're not going to have our own reproductive rights. Reproduction will have to go through the state. Like all these Seeds. crazy, crazy ideas. You can't plant ideas. your own crops. You can't plant like, your own crops. Yeah, nothing. You can't. You can't, you can't collect your, rainwater. Right. You don't own property. Basically, the state owns property, and you, you just work it. So they have all these ideas about how it's going to, how the world's going to be sustainable. And this is the plan. So I've known it's coming, and this and if you look at it, it it's it's um, completely divided by blue and red. If you look at red states, they're working; they have their governors open. The COVID numbers are really, really low. And then if you look at blue states, the numbers are through the roof because their governors put infected people into um, into retirement homes and nursing homes. Basically, in my opinion, it's murder. And they have these astronomical numbers. So the red states, the Republicans, the people that are American, and not all Republicans. There's so many scumbag Republicans. In, in, in the uh, offices that we need to get rid of, but it's like these people are trying to fight for freedom, and if you look at the whole world, the, it's the whole world plan, and the UN has taken over these countries through corruption and force and blackmail for, for the last five decades, and now we have this culmination of their grand plan, and like like America's like the one thing holding back this this onslaught of tyranny, and, and, and that might sound crazy to you, but I've known this for, for over, over ten years. Yeah. Yeah. That they're planning this, and they, and they absolutely tried to do it, and that's my opinion of the whole situation. Yeah. Do you think it's going to come back in October, right well, before the election? I, I, well, Ab- well, yes, yes. Well, why not? You know, they, uh, yeah. they they keep conditioning us to keep to, you know telling us, well, it may come back in a different form, it may mutate into a different form of COVID, right? That's what they keep telling us. Well, well you, you you tested clean for this strain, but you have a new strain. What does that sound like? It sounds like the flu. And and let me tell you something. <laughs> if you get the flu vaccine, does it prevent you from getting no. the flu still? No, it Absolutely does not. not. No, it does not. <laughs> So what well, makes everybody think, ever get it right? 
They well, don't, man. So what makes people think that if you get, I mean, now that you've, you've heard all this about the COVID mutating and another version coming back in the next season, see, like it's a sport or something. Now, <laughs> yeah. now comes COVID the season. COVID season, and now it's the flu season. Well, guess what? How about it's just winter time and watch out for getting sick from other people, all right? Take extra precautions and wash your hands like you always do, and don't be an idiot, okay? Don't pick your friend's noses and keep, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 I and mean, wash your hands. Even the hand, you know, well, even the hand washing thing, like, I'm not saying just like I'm just walk around in filth all the time, but I'm not constantly washing my damn hands. I got so much stuff on my hands. It's like I'm sure my body's polluted. It, corona can't come into my body. <laughs> your yeah, health, man, you're yeah. healthier for so, it. You're healthier but for I mean, it. If you look at this thing, and this, what's the most upsetting to me is how easily it was for people to give up their rights. To just, just fucking give up. Yeah. It's like sheep. <laughs> well, the cowards I always mean, look like for a warm sheep. embrace, and the left give them the warm embrace they're looking for. But and here's it's a the viper's deal about embrace. When you're talking about the liberals and the left, okay? Back in the 60s, 70s, of free love and everything, that would be, you know, what I would consider the, the liberals, um, the Democrats. Those are classic liberals, though. They're about freedom. burning their bras, yeah. and they were protesting every damn thing, and the government can't do this. Those, that same group today is just eating a shit sandwich and smiling. Yeah. They're just happy to eat it. I yeah. mean, it's like, how can you just blindly uh, accept the ex- tyranny? Stockholm syndrome. The tyranny and, uh, and, just, like, and just give up. It's tyranny dressed up as um, safety. Safety, yeah. You know, you're doing the right thing. Stay home. Protect yourself from everyone that you love. And if you don't, and then it's like they guilt trip you, right? If you go outside. And, you. and what? Henpeck you. They henpeck you. And then it's like the allegory of the cave, right? You can't go outside. Yeah. You got to stay inside. It's insane. I'm telling you, I don't do. We went to the coast last weekend, or this last week for our anniversary. And happy anniversary, anniversary, man! How Thank many years, you. real Thank quick? How many years? Twenty-five. Oh, congratulations, milkman! The left Thank hate you. you for that. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait! Twenty-five years and and uh, five children, uh, milkman. Four. Four. Well, okay. Well, five. Five. <laughs> Four and a and a four and, and a quarter. A, let's call it that. Foster, Let, yeah. Let's call it four and a foster. Well, good for you. And yeah. and and this guy this guy hosts kids from other countries. Just so you know, he doesn't stop at raising in his own four beautiful children and then and then foster child. But he also hosts kids from other countries. Whoa, 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 whoa! We can't glass that was over just that. for cheap labor. Listen. <laughs> 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 He's a great father and a great worker. So let me ask you this, Milkman, because you know I have experienced people from other countries seeing West Side Farming for the first time, and their minds are blown. So what do these kids, like when they see your dairy operation and how it works, like are they kind of blown away by how, how it works? So the the girl we hosted, uh, she's had she when this whole thing started, she had to go back. She's a great oh, girl. Sucks, yeah. Um, she well, thank God she got, she got home safely, though, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, she could have been straight. Her, her family came out and visited us. 
And uh, oh, but wow. she's from Estonia, and okay. I was not uh, on board at first. My wife, like many things, talked me into it. Because <laughs> um, in my life, mind, life, right? in my mind, I'm like, "Are you? I'm trying to get these kids out of here. <laughs> We're bringing in more. Are you me? And more females? Like, I don't need any more females. <laughs> well, can we house. get a dude in here, right? Like, yes. I need, I need... <laughs> That's hilarious. It's me, my son, and my male dog. I'm like, uh, we're <laughs> freaking... God bless your wife, man. <laughs> well, there's a lot of yeah. women. There's a lot of women in Milkman's oh house. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's Dude. hilarious. Which you gotta, hey, you got to love a guy who has so much respect for women, right? Oh, I'm keeping the cotton industry uh, ah! afloat. Ah! I have no toothpaste in my pantry, but like five pallets of tampons. That's hilarious. <laughs> you're, you're, a good, you're a good dad. You're a good man. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So anyway, so 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 milkman, thank you so much yeah. for for not only for being a good dad to your own children, but to fostering and hosting other children. Yeah, it, but she's actually her family actually has a dairy in Estonia. Oh, okay. Oh, I didn't know that. That's amazing. Do, are, was yeah, yours so, more modern, like more better, like newer technology? Like I, I don't understand. I don't know how you're set up. They were uh, actually her family has is a small farm. I think they milk like. Two, three hundred cows with robotic milkers. Okay. Um, all organic. Um, so, yeah, it was a little bit of a change, but I mean, like, she didn't walk in my house or, you know, be around cows. And she actually had a heifer that she, I, you know, I gave her a heifer and she showed it at so, one of the cattle shows. And, you know, she was great. So she knew how to work. She was really great. Yeah. That's awesome. No, she she was a good kid. That's good. That's good. good. That's, yeah, that makes experience worth it. You know, uh, one of my uh, buddies had a couple of different uh, exchange students from China, and he truly thought one was a spy. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it was like she. He felt like he has a little uh, a Jinping or whatever his name is living in his house. <laughs> you know, so, one was awesome. Full on, wanted to be an American. Like I think she stayed here after she graduated college. Talk into the microphone. What the heck? And the and the other one and the other one he thought was a straight spy, like probably taking like photos Diane and stuff, Feinstein's you know? driver. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's funny. What was stuff. the was? Did we ask? We asked him about what happened on 9-11. That was what we're calling. We're doing a 9-11 episode. Okay, so, all right, yeah, all right. Well, thanks. Yeah, hey, hey, milkman, thanks, man. I appreciate you taking the time to be on today, brother. Yeah, yeah. All right, fellas. You guys have a good one. Yeah, Enjoy yeah, for your sure. Weekend. Hey, and if there's anything you ever want to talk about, you want to get off your chest when it comes to dairy farming, uh, anything, anything, just give us a call. We'll get you on. Okay. Yeah, the milkman rant. Anything. Like anything. marital issues. <laughs> anything, man. Like, we're, we, hey, we're open to anything. We have so many yeah. topics we've ranged from. Like, listen, then you get on your tractor, you're going to see. You're going to listen in to the last couple episodes you missed out on. And we kind of go all over the place. <laughs> we're basically chasing squirrels, right, yeah, Smoke? Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, one thing I can tell you, man, I will give you marital advice, but it's never worked for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love my wife. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for coming on, brother. Take yes, care. Thank you. Yeah. Have All right. You guys night. have a good one. Yeah, All right. Later. Bye. See ya. That's funny. That's good, dude.
That's good stuff. Oh, right it's there. good. It's always good to talk to Milkman, right? Man. Dude, always he always tells it like it is, man. And and I get I get it that he's not you know awake to certain things about nine eleven. You know, he's he's operating like like so many level headed people are mm-hmm. on what they've been told. Yeah, yeah, Pete, like what they've been you know what they've been told from their from their sources what they've been told that that is the the truth that's the gospel that they're working on they've not done a little other research like you and i have into the alternate possibilities of what happened that day well you're absolutely right and it's like for me i it's been a long time in my awakening so if it was somebody that didn't believe what i believed about 9-11 and it bothered me i'd be i'd have issues you know what i mean because it's like everybody has their own opinion and i respect that and and you know milkman not might might not feel like that but i mean if you think about it, it that's a leap to go from you know sure. it's a huge leap to go from hey no these guys planned it and they're evil super evil people running our government for the last well, what did he decades. say though what did he say though there it, there's knew, evil yes. there's evil in this world so when somebody tells me that that tells me that they're open to the possibility that evil you know overtaking all things you know what i'm saying like he's open to the possibility that they're being evil everywhere in all forms including government yes yes all right, well, listen, let's kind of wrap it up. Yeah, and man. then um, what's funny is like, first of all, yesterday, if if we sounded a little weird starting out, like the day started out with a bang. Let's just put it put it put it out there. We had a we had a very good time. Started rolling on into the night, and I mean, how did we pace ourselves throughout the day? Like, how were we able to do it? We well, we, didn't. Uh, we did. <laughs> no, we totally did. Yeah. But at the same time, it's it was the choice of beverage. I think um, we had a good mixture of um, uh, beer, beer and daiquiris. vodka. It was beer and vodka, right? Well, daiquiris were rum. Daiquiris were made with rum. Oh, so yeah, Bacardi. Yeah, so, but still, I mean, there were there's still the, a light, and then it's the a mules, light liquor, yeah, yeah, right? So, so it's mules. in the same. I mean, it's not was like we're not mixing darks and lights. I don't know if that's a. And I'll tell you, we just we did it in such a way that um that we just drink a lot of water too, though. We drank some water. Well, we didn't do what we had said we were going to do, and that is take a sh- a drink every time the rooster crowed. We'd have been dead, dude. We'd have been dead. There's no way we would have been able to get through half the interviews, and we didn't start that because we just we started off with such a uh, <laughs> just difficulty, you know. We ended up not ca- calling our first guest on time, and we were trying to line. Up, I tried to line up these interviews because uh, some of these guys are on the East Coast, you know. Um, I think um, uh, Florida is where JT Wild was at, and I just when we had the technical difficulty, I did not feel like just uh, I did not feel like sitting down and. and starting a drinking contest during our show <laughs> i wanted to take it somewhat seriously but then you're like dude you're taking this too seriously so we loosened up after that well yeah well if, you know i could see it in jeffrey's face he was stressed out i take this he, podcast pretty seriously he wasn't dude. having a good time and I, i'm like <laughs> I, I finally said look dude do we need to put all this equipment away and just have a good time because yeah. that's what's important here and yeah. and he did he took, <laughs> he took it to heart and then I mean, it was it was a blast. It's like I'm definitely exhausted today. Yeah, you know? yeah, me too. And uh, and I do, man. I take this podcast seriously. We're like, uh, you know, when we reach out to people like uh, KP, we reach out to people like Gore, and they tell us that they love what we're doing and they're sharing this with our families. And we've got um, some great guests lined up for the next couple episodes. I'll let you know right now. We've got some great neighbors that uh, I've come across that have enjoyed the podcast that can't wait to come on and share their opinions. So uh, here's uh, here's to another. 50 episodes, brother. Cheers. Yeah, cheers, man.
For sure. For sure. It's, uh, it's been a pretty fun, pretty wild ride. You know, I never thought we'd ever make it to 50. I've said that a few times, and I truly, truly believe that. It's like, you know, we, 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 we have great conversations. We meet interesting guests. And, and these people are people, man. You know what I mean? It's like the everydays. It's like, it's like our group. And that's why I love <laughs> these it. These are I, people. Yeah. You know, um, and, and for, for those of you that don't think you can come on the podcast, let me just tell you, send us an email, first of all, smokingjeffrey at yahoo.com. And if you think you can't come on, then you're wrong. Everybody's yes. got an opinion. We want to hear yours. Yes, yes. And it's like, it's like if you're a person that have never had a voice in your life, We'll give you one, man. Yeah, step you know, up on your Patriot yeah. soapbox. We'd love to hear you. Smoke, yeah. thanks, brother. Yeah, thanks, man. This thanks has been that. this has been the most fun doing the podcast with you uh, side by side like this. This has been great, dude. I can't wait to do this again. What a fun time. Yeah, well, it's not done yet, no, man. I know, I know. We still got today. But we still got all day today. So uh, listen. About it. <laughs> <laughs> there, there may be some things that happen uh, from here on out that no one ever gets to hear about, but uh, it's yeah. been a blast so far. And uh, let's uh, let's go check out that pool, brother. All right. Thanks for listening in, my friends. And until we're back again, stay frosty. Stay free. Good day, dude. <laughs> That's right, tight. That's, That's right, tight. tight. <laughs>